We Catholics, along with the Orthodox and some Anglicans and Lutherans, continue to refer to our spiritual leaders as priests, while most other Christians now use the title pastor or minister. Pastor, of course, comes from the Latin word for shepherd, and a minister is one who serves. So both can and do apply to our spiritual leaders. Why, then, are we so insistent on keeping priest as the primary title for those who are ordained? Priesthood is a concept that predates Christianity by millennia. Every ancient culture appears to have had some form of priesthood, always with three common elements. First, the priest, who offers sacrifice to the gods. Second, the sacrifice which is offered. And third, the ritual in which the sacrifice is offered. If the sacrifice is an animal, it is called a victim. It is sacrificed on an altar. Whether we are talking about witch doctors or Roman temples, ritual offerings made by priests are a universal human experience. The concept of priesthood is especially important in the Hebrew scriptures and the Jewish religion. Cain and Abel, the sons of Adam, were the first to offer grain and livestock offerings to the Lord. Later, Noah, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob all erect altars at important moments of their lives so that they can offer sacrifice in thanksgiving. In this pre-Mosaic era, the head of the household always served as the priest. However, after the Exodus, God established a special societal class of priests called the Levites, who carry out carefully prescribed rituals according to the law given to Moses on Mount Sinai. This Levitical priesthood inspires David and his son Solomon to build a grand temple in Jerusalem so that these sacrifices can be made with great solemnity. And the destruction of this temple by the Babylonians and its later rebuilding provide the central drama which defines Judaism right up until the time of Jesus. One of the greatest Jewish ritual sacrifices, of course, was the Passover. Unlike Yom Kippur, another exceptionally holy day, when the high priest enters the Holy of Holies, the annual Passover required that every Jewish family offer sacrifice in the temple, a callback to the pre-Mosaic days of household priests. Passover was also special because... Unlike the other animal sacrifices, annual sacrifices, this sacrifice was intimately connected to a specific event, the event of the Passover in Egypt, described in our first reading, when the children of Israel were saved from slavery and set free. More than just offering sacrifice to God, Passover relived the saving actions of God in Egypt and made them present to new generations. The Greek word for this is anamnesis, often translated as remembrance. 
but a remembrance that makes the event present again in a real way. Not just a memory, but a present action. Understanding all of this is essential to understanding the Last Supper and the Christian celebration of Holy Thursday. Even though priesthood is universally present in every ancient culture, it never succeeds. The gods are never completely satisfied. The sacrifices never feel like enough. The priests never appear to be as holy as they ought to be. Even the Israelites, with the sacrifices given to them by God, lose the promised land and have to be delivered from their enemies again and again. In response, Jesus becomes the perfect priest and the perfect victim, so that humanity can finally offer a perfect sacrifice to God once for all. Note that even though multiple Gospels refer to the Last Supper as a Passover meal, none of them mention a lamb being present, even though that would have been required by the law. This is because Jesus himself is the sacrificial lamb, the lamb of God. It is Jesus who is the perfect priest, offering the perfect victim, himself on the altar of the cross. The analogy set up by God is perfect and astonishing. The Passover lamb, through its death, saved the Israelites from slavery to Pharaoh. The lamb of God, through his death, saves us from slavery to sin and death. The Passover meal makes present, once again, the saving actions of God in Egypt. The Eucharistic meal makes present, once again, the saving actions of Jesus on the cross. When Jesus says, do this in remembrance of me, he is using the word anamnesis, remembrance. A remembrance that makes the reality actually present. The Mass makes present once again the Last Supper, the cross, and the resurrection, all in one. But unlike the Passover, which is necessarily imperfect, the presence of Jesus in the Mass is perfect. He is actually here, body, blood, soul, and divinity, every day, on every altar. Now, the reason why Protestant communities stopped referring to their leaders as priests is because they believed, rightly, that Jesus' perfect sacrifice on the cross was perfect, but wrongly, that it meant an end to all priesthood. After all, if a perfect sacrifice has already been made, you can understand where they're coming from. Everything following it will always be imperfect. But we Catholics see things slightly differently. The sacrifice of Jesus is not just an important event in history. It is instead also an ongoing and eternal event. 
the eternal Son of God, the eternal Son of the Father, offers himself to the Father forever. And this is why Catholics insist on maintaining a priesthood. Even though our priests are not offering a new sacrifice, which would be vain, futile, and imperfect, they are still offering a sacrifice. They are offering the sacrifice of Jesus as Jesus. It is the priest who stands at the head of the body, the church, in the person of Christ at the altar of God to offer bread and wine. As Christ the priest says the words of the Last Supper once again, the bread and wine become his body and blood, which he then offers up to his Father in heaven. The priest is Jesus. The sacrifice is Jesus. Every day, on every altar. It is this incredible mystery that we celebrate on Holy Thursday. The institution of the Christian priesthood through the apostles and their successors, and the institution of the Christian sacrifice through the Mass and the Most Blessed Sacrament. And so on this Holy Thursday, I would ask you, please pray for your priests. We are profoundly, profoundly unworthy to stand in the place of Jesus the priest and offer his body and blood as a saving sacrifice. And yet that is what we are called to do every day. Please pray for us that as we carry out this most august duty, we may do so with a spirit of servitude in the image of our Master.